How did prayer make America a beacon of freedom in our world? Find out today on A View from the Wall. Join I Am A Watchman Ministries Managing Editor Joe Kerr with co-host Dylan Burroughs, bringing you a fascinating discussion regarding the importance of Bible prophecy and Christian living today as it relates to our responsibility as believers to be watchmen. This is A View From The Wall. Welcome to A View From The Wall. I'm Dylan Burroughs along with Joe Kerr, my co-host, and we have a great episode for you today. We are talking about the topic of America and prayer, not something that you may be thinking of every day as you watch the news and see the negative headlines, but certainly the foundational issue that can make an impact when we talk about what can make America better and truly what can make America great again. Well, we have with us today an expert in this area. His name is Dave Thornton. He's Bible Brand Director at Tyndale House Publishers and has worked on a variety of projects over the years. One we are excited to talk about with him today is called the One Year Pray for America Bible by Tyndale Publishers. It's the New Living Translation. includes a foreword from Senate Chaplain Dr. Barry Black, and we're excited to tell you more about it. Dave, thanks for joining us today on A View from the Wall. Well, thanks so much for having me, Dylan and Joe. I'm honored to speak with you and your listeners today about uh, this exciting Bible project that uh, we just released in the last uh, month or two here. For those who know their history, they know that America is founded on godly principles, on biblical principles that we may not often talk about in the daily news headlines or the news cycle, but nevertheless, they are there and they have shaped our nation's values and identity. So as we talk about this topic, uh, first off, I want you to take a moment to share a little bit about that. Let's talk about our nation's history as it relates to the Bible. Tell us some of the specific ways Scripture has helped shape our nation's values and identity. Sure. Well, in in putting together this Bible, I have the honor of kind of researching American history and looking back at how our founding fathers were uh, influenced by prayer and by scripture. And one of the prayers that we include as a four-color tip into this Bible was the prayer delivered by the first U.S. Senate chaplain, uh, a Reverend Duchesne, back in Philadelphia. And in September of 1774, He prayed uh, a beautiful prayer before the Continental Congress. Uh, This, of course, is uh, when they were first gathering before they had actually drafted uh, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. But um, I I think the words of his prayer are very powerful. Uh, While they were in Old English, it's very clear that our country's leaders were covered by prayer uh, by that first Senate chaplain seeking God's direction as they uh, wrote the founding documents of our great nation. The Word of God is eternal, so obviously it applies to all times, Dave. But as you uh, put this Bible together, what role do you see, and what are you all praying for the impact of this particular Bible, the Pray for America Bible, in this time in our, our history, and especially in an election year? Well, our Bible team last year, as we were talking and praying about uh, how we could honor God and His Word in the coming year, we were very aware, this was really about a year ago, of uh, some of the uh, very heated and vitriolic language of politics in this country. And we recognized going into an election year uh, that that was likely to heat up, and we've certainly seen that over the last few months uh, and even the last week. 
And so uh, for us, the verse that was really captivating our hearts and trying to put this uh, Bible together was this admonition that, that Paul gave to Timothy in First Timothy 2, where he said, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people, ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf and give thanks to them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. And so we really felt convicted that we could help our brothers and sisters in this country, not just with a reading plan and a great Bible that helps you get through the whole uh, text of Scripture in one year, but to also give some practical, short prayers that people could pray for their elected officials and that come directly from that day's scripture reading. Uh, and so we set about a fast track project to, uh, to get those prayers crafted, to create some kind of custom tip-in pages with four color prayers from uh, some of our founding fathers, some leaders in the National Day of Prayer movement like Billy Graham and Bonnet Bright. And uh, we were able to get this Bible to market uh, much quicker than usual. And so uh, we had the Bible out in, in December, and uh, we've had a lot of uh, large national prayer ministries picking it up and promoting it to their members. And, and we look forward to seeing how God will use this Bible and the prayers to unite our country in ways that would cause uh, those who aren't part of the family of God to uh, look at their neighbors and say, wow, you're, you're a person of, of peace and, and godliness and gentleness. I want to learn more from you. And uh, hopefully uh, all who use this will be ready to give the answer for the faith that informs their ability to be a person of love and grace and blessing and peace in the midst of a country that is, is quite uh, torn apart these days, it seems. Well, that's great. And one thing I wanted to make sure that people get from the front is in the foreword by Dr. Barry Black, the Senate chaplain of the United States. He shares some important words I want to share with our listeners. He notes that one of the first actions of the new American legislative branch in 1789 was to establish a chaplaincy. He noted that prayer has continued almost uninterrupted since that time because seeking God's assistance for a person, nation, or world is laudable. The Bible reminds us godliness makes a nation great, but sin is a disgrace to any nation, quoting Proverbs 14.34. And he concludes that humanity can cooperate with divinity in making a nation great. I love that perspective that you've been articulating today and that he echoes as well. We look forward to talking more right after this break here on A View from the Wall. Stick with us. From I Am a Watchman Ministries, here's today's I Am a Watchman Minute. Reading warning labels can be entertaining. A TV remote control warning label read, Not dishwasher safe. The warning label on an iron read, Never press clothes when on the body. You know those warning labels came about because at some point, some person, probably a male, thought it would be a good idea to save time and iron his clothes when they were on, or clean a TV remote by putting it in the dishwasher. Humans seem to need warnings. The wise heed warnings. 
Hundreds of practical and prophetic warnings can be found in Scripture. They are provided to ensure our protection and prepare us for the future. I encourage you to take advantage of free I Am A Watchman resources to grow in the Word and become more aware of the prophecies that warn of what is to come. Be bold. Be faithful. Be a Watchman. IamAWatchman.com Welcome back to A View from the Wall. This is Dylan along with Joe, and we've been talking with Dave Thornton about the one-year Pray for America Bible from the New Living Translation. It has inspirational daily uh, segments that you can share with one another. And one thing I love about this is that so much in our culture today is focused on which party you belong to, this partisan divide that seems to become greater and greater. And as you look at Scripture, you see that it's not focused on partisanship, but on prayer. And that prayer that we lift up for our leaders and for one another and in living out our faith brings a unity that we long for but don't often see today. Tell us a little bit about that and the process of praying for America in this Bible project. Well, you know, part of what uh, we discovered in the research leading up to this Bible was uh, we looked at Pew Research to find out who in America is uh, praying and reading their Bible daily, and of those who are, what is their political affiliation? And what was quite fascinating to us was we discovered that of the most faithful current people who pray and read their Bible daily, 40% were Republican. 40% were Democrat, and 20% were independents. And so uh, what's, what's fascinating about that is I think sometimes we can get in our own little bubble uh, based on our, uh, our church community or the, the friends we, we gather with, and we can lose sight of the fact that we have uh, sincere uh, brothers and sisters in Christ who may hold very different political views than we do. And yet we're reading the same Bible. We're praying to the same triune God. And so what are the ways we could be united even in we in the ways that we pray for government? And uh, so I think that was a, a, a bit of an eye-opener for us, and we really enjoyed uh, looking for ways that even the prayers we crafted could call that out. So I'll give you an example of a prayer uh, that springs uh, out of that uh, on November 12th. Uh, this is the, the prayer prompt for that day. It says, Lord, give our nation faith. Teach us to work together for a future of justice for all. Help us to find common ground as a people, which means finding ways to put away old animosities and moving forward in unity. Give us faith in our shared love of you. Amen. So I think that's an example of the kind of prayers we're inviting people to pray uh, that are uh, praying for unity, praying for uh, a spirit of uh, kindness uh, rather than animosity toward those who perhaps we have political or partisan disagreements with. It's amazing how much the Bible advanced the governmental bodies, the judicial branch, the legislative branch, the administrative layout of our country the way we understand it. That was changed by prayer you look back i saw one of the entries in the pray for america bible that was uh franklin delano roosevelt who actually prayed the prayer for that day of prayer announcing that there was going to be a day of fasting and prayer so imagine if that was done from the white house oval office nowadays 
people would just just cringe the president praying out loud i love that that is woven through this bible and people will see that as they use it on a day-by-day basis but i'm fascinated with the way the project evolved with uh, over 360 days of prayers in there for america did you recognize any one particular theme that kind of stood out as those prayers were put together for the bible you know, um, I think our goal was to, to let Scripture inform uh, the direction and trajectory of our prayers. I do think that um, given the, the current lay of the land or culture we find ourselves in, uh, I do think that a theme that emerged through many of the prayers was uh, this call for unity uh, call for love, which uh, I think the Bible is very clear that uh, Jesus uh, prayed that uh, we might be uh, one, even as as He and the Father are one. And so I, I think that's one of the themes that emerges. I do think that in addition, though, there are prayers that God would convict our leaders and ourselves of places where uh, our motives are wrong and our hearts are dark, and and we're not honoring God by our actions and and the way we lead the country. So I think there are both prayers of um, encouragement, but also prayers of conviction and challenge that, again, spring right out of that day's scripture reading. Well, that's a great way to put it. And I think, again, of what's going on in our culture today, we've just gone through this long phase of an attempt to impeach the president of the United States. We've had a lot of uh, pushback when it comes to the Democratic debates and who's running and who's leading as we go through that cycle in our culture right now. So there's so much of a divide and such heated rhetoric. And as believers, we have the opportunity to, to bring life to the situation, to pray for those who lead our nation and those running to lead our nation. A good example, I think, is on your January 5th entry in the Bible that we're talking about here today. You have a prayer that says, Lord, lead me onto your path, the one that's narrow and sometimes rocky, but always climbing straight toward you. Help every candidate standing for election this year also find footing on that path, Lord. Amen. I can certainly say amen to that prayer. Again, it's not about the person who's running, but praying to the one who can change the hearts of every person who is running and who is leading. So I want people to take that away from our discussion today. But as we wrap up the second segment together, we have a couple minutes left. I want you to take a moment to share a little bit about some of the other features in the Bible itself. I mean, they're here for people to read if they look up the info under our podcast, our radio program, talking about the one-year Bible format as well as the prayer prompts, but speak a little bit more about what people will find as they get into the one-year Bible as they pray for America this year. Yeah, well, thanks for the opportunity, uh, Dylan and Joe, to talk about that. You know, at at Tyndale, we're really honored to be the publishers of the New Living Translation, and uh, while it is one of the most popular translations on the market today, there are some people who uh, are uh, more familiar with another translation that perhaps is is their heart translation, maybe the one they always grew up reading, whether that was the King James or the New International Version. But uh, we're finding that uh, for many folks, it's refreshing to try a different translation, to hear God's Word come through in some clear and uh, at, at times easier to read ways. Uh, so I think the New Living Translation as the base of the Bible is a real key feature of this product. 
broken up by uh, a reading, a portion each day out of the Old Testament, New Testament, uh, Psalms, and Proverbs. And over the course of the year, uh, because we're averaging uh, right around the psalm a day, we actually get through the psalms twice because uh, you can never read the psalms too many times. Uh, so you're really getting more than the full Bible in these 365-day readings. You're, you're getting through the psalms twice. Uh, we love Dr. Barry Black, our current Senate chaplain. Tyndale's had the honor of publishing uh, three of his prior books. Um, the last book we did with him was based on a very moving prayer that he gave at the National Day of Prayer uh, back in 2015, uh, and that book was called Make Your Voice Heard in Heaven. So we were honored that he agreed uh, to write the foreword for us. Uh, Dr. Black has been handing out New Living Translation Bibles to every incoming uh, senator uh, for the last 15 years that he's been the chaplain, so we're thrilled that he's getting the Word of God into the hands of, of senators as they join those uh, that Senate chamber. And then I think in addition to the daily prayer prompts, and you've heard samples of a few of those uh, read aloud here, we've included some four-color, I, I think beautifully treated, short prayers that come from, uh, like I said earlier, our founding fathers, some uh, leaders of the faith like Billy Graham and Vonette Bright, uh, but then we have a prayer from a, a very famous Senate chaplain, uh, Reverend Peter Marshall. I, I think a, a very convicting prayer about uh, some change that's needed in our country today, just as much as it was back in 1948 when he first prayed this prayer. So I think the tip-in prayers uh, are a, a nice bonus feature of this Bible as well. Well, you've been listening to Dave Thornton from Tyndale Publishing House. We'll be right back with more on A View from the Wall. Stick with us. A view from the wall comes from I Am a Watchman Ministries, established to help individuals know the love of Jesus, enter into a relationship with Jesus, live for Jesus, tell others about Jesus, and prepare for the imminent return of Jesus. We want to inspire the body to live a life of meaning and purpose. And at the coming judgment, hear the Lord say, well done, my good and faithful servant. The wise will strive to live well so that they can finish well, the prudent will work to be aware of what God has done and what prophecy notes he will do in the days to come. In support of these goals, the I Am A Watchman ministry is happy to make available at no cost a wealth of discipleship, prophecy, and spiritual growth resources for those who desire to learn and those who are called to lead. Find out more by visiting our website, IamAWatchman.com. That's IamAWatchman.com. Welcome back to A View from the Wall. This is Dylan and Joe. We've been talking with Dave Thornton, and we've been talking about the idea of prayer and our nation. And the product we've been talking about is not necessarily a product. It's a Bible by Tyndale House Publishers, the one-year Pray for America Bible. If you're not familiar with the one-year plan that the New Living Translation offers, it has a format with daily passages from the Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs. You read through the entire text in one year, which is certainly a good goal by itself. But in this particular resource, it includes many prayers that you can use in praying for the leaders of our nation, the direction of our nation, and the focus 
service of our nation, especially in this election year. And in our final segment today, we want to take a moment to address this. And I'll take this and ask you, Dave, uh, our nation is divided along party lines, along racial lines or income lines, even philosophical or political lines. What does the Bible share to address those issues? Well, I, I think that that, again, was the context that uh, caused us to say we needed to give some practical um, tools and handles, because I, I think we, even some of us in the building, found ourselves uh, throwing up our hands at times saying, I, I don't even know what to pray some days, Lord, uh, based on what I see on uh, my social media or on, on my news feed every day. Um, and, and I think that one of the prayers uh, from March 3rd, that talks to some of this, and I think especially as we're in an election season now and we're seeing the first primary results come out, uh, we have a prayer that I think, regardless of which uh, side of the aisle you may find yourself, uh, I think we all find ourselves in this place. So it says, uh, Lord, I don't always understand why you allow some candidates to move forward in the process and not others. Help me to trust that election results are a reflection of your call on the lives of those who are selected. Amen. So, um, you know, I, I think that uh, I doubt there's a Christian in America today that is thrilled with every elected official that represents them from uh, their, their local school board or mayor uh, all the way up to the office of president. Uh, but I think that scripture is clear that we are to submit to those in authority over us. And I think we see over and over again in Scripture uh, that even pagan kings and even the evil kings in the Old Testament uh, were a part of God's plan uh, to bring his people to the place that he had in mind for them. So uh, I, I think that our hope is that, again, as people are both reading the Bible, but also praying that uh, that our hearts would be changed, that we would become uh, more like Christ, and that uh, we might be able to move past uh, disagreement and vitriol and move instead toward uh, kindness and love and grace, even to those that we don't uh, have political agreement with. Dave, I love the Life Application Study Bible that is also printed by Tyndale. I think I probably own half a dozen copies of it. Uh, We kind of focused on the One Year Pray for America Bible today, but for those who like that One Year Bible, tell us some of the other Bibles that Tyndale produces that some of our listeners might be interested in. Yeah, well, thanks for opening that door as well. Our our Life Application Study Bible is the most popular uh, study Bible on the market. And in fact, we just updated it with a brand new third edition that released a few months ago. Uh, we, we, we touched every single study note in the Bible. And uh, part of what we did was we, we listened to younger readers. We have a lot of uh, millennial editors and copy editors here at Tyndale now. And so we really changed the tone and approach of many of those application study notes uh, to be more relevant, I think, and authentic to the current generation. So uh, we're excited about that new edition. Uh, In fact, we have some new large print versions of that uh, Life Application Study Bible third edition coming out in just a few months. You know, we have many uh, very popular specialty Bibles here at Tyndale, all in the New Living Translation. One that uh, I'm excited about uh, that, uh, unfortunately, we have an opioid crisis in America today. 
but there's hope for people who struggle, and there's hope in God's Word. And so uh, we have a Bible called the Life Recovery Bible uh, that we publish in partnership uh, with uh, Steve Arterburn and Dave Stoop, and uh, millions of people have benefited from that Bible uh, over the last 25 years. Uh, we work with uh, Greg Lowry out at Harvest Church, and uh, his New Believers Bible uh, has sold 10 million copies through the years, and uh, we're about to release an updated version of that in March that's, again, very popular with churches that have an evangelistic outreach and are looking to put uh, a very practical Bible for a beginner uh, right as they're starting their faith to answer some of those big questions about God, but also give them, uh, in many ways, the baby steps they need as a Christian to get started in, in their walk with Christ. So those are just a few. We really have dozens of Bibles here that we're thrilled to uh, put in the hands of our brothers and sisters around the world. Well, again, as we talk about the One Year Pray for America Bible, a couple of things I want to mention. First, if you're looking for easy access to it, you can go to IamAWatchman.com and find it on our store online. That's something we have available for you to make it easy to pick up a copy for you and those in your family, your loved ones, your sphere of influence. But second, I want to mention another quote. Dr. Barry Black, our Senate chaplain, says in the foreword to this Bible, he says, imagine what would happen if we sought God as our first option, not the fourth or fifth. It would be wonderful to avoid the mistakes of the disciples in a storm at sea. They first attempted to save themselves. They waited before awakening Jesus. Our prayers for government can be energized by understanding that God is the sole source of our strength and help. Those are such well-said words. And as we conclude our broadcast today, Dave, I want you to take a moment to share some application with our watchmen who are listening today. They are out to make a difference. They want to make an impact. How can they use God's word more effectively in these last days? Yeah, well, I think uh, the Bible has a lot to say about the last days. And uh, I, I do think that we invite everyone uh, who's listening to uh, become an expert on the Bible and and very specifically in this topic of Bible prophecy. I think that uh, the, 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 the word is very clear on, uh, on the end times and that uh, in, in both Old and and New Testament, uh, there, there's a lot to be said there. So I, I do invite your listeners to spend time in the Word, to, to study the Word, to be watching and praying uh, for that day uh, when the Lord will come again. And so I'm glad that that's a, a topic uh, that your listeners take a keen interest to, uh, and, and we do as well, certainly here at, at Tyndale House. Uh, we published the, the Left Behind series, which was, uh, I think, a great way for readers to uh, better understand the end times from a fictional perspective, but I, I think based on a, a biblical understanding of uh, the tribulation in the last days. Well, again, we've been talking with Dave Thornton about the One Year Pray for America Bible. Now, I know for some of you who are listening, you have always wanted to reach that goal of reading through the Bible, perhaps in one year. This is an opportunity to do that. Again, you can pick that up at IamAWatchman.com and get more information about that at our bookstore. We want to thank you for being with us. And Dave, thanks so much for being with us on the show today. Hey, you're welcome, Dylan and Joe. Thanks so much for having me. And God bless you and uh, all your listeners as well. Well, again, thanks for being with us. The One Year Pray for America Bible available at IamAWatchman.com. As always, thank you to you and all of our watchmen listening and being part of what God is doing to change lives in these last days. We'll be with you next time. 
A View from the Wall, in association with I Am a Watchman Ministries, exists to equip a worldwide audience with biblical truth, sharing it with others, and being prepared for Christ's imminent return. The team seeks to encourage, inspire, and equip watchmen for such a time as this. For information about the ministry and upcoming events, visit IamAWatchman.com. A View from the Wall is made possible by the team of dedicated pastors, editors, and the many contributors of I Am A Watchman Ministries. To support our efforts, give online at IamAWatchman.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time on A View from the Wall.